the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. doesn't matter anymore, but the fact that it's even above 30,000 shows you the tolerance for lies and fraud the American people are willing to tolerate as the bulk, if not all, of those companies are subsidized. Just like Ford, who cuts another 3,000 jobs. This is what happens. This is the ramification of allowing the most corrupt political whore in American history. That is not a bombastic statement. That is the correct description of the Biden crime family and the modern-day Democrat mafia. To usurp the most powerful office in the world, this is where it leads to. Money in Ukraine, don't worry about it, another $750 million. Anybody got a running total? $64 billion to the most corrupt country that was involved in his own civil war for eight years. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that moron with the mole on her face, Liz Cheney. We'll also talk about on CNN right now, I've got uh, Rachel Levine's sister, brother, whatever. Another woman with a 5 o'clock shadow talking about Mar-a-Lago and legal document, documents. We'll talk to that fella later as well. Kamala Harris, dimwit that she is. I'll tell you what, with her clothes on, she's virtually useless. We'll talk about her. We'll talk about a lot of things. But I want to get the stink out of my studio and the stink off my audience. And that stink is brought to you by frauds, politicians, liars, cheats, and paid-off scum pretending to be Republicans. You are in this predicament, not because of the Marxist opposition. It's always been there. This country's had Nazis before the, the, the World War II. 16 months, they sold out Madison Square Garden. Those are now Democrats. Worker Socialist Party Unite! Baby murderers and the rest of them. Why are you here? It's because you have been told how to win by losers. Losers like Richard Irvin. Dick Irvin. Little Dick. Little tiny guy, isn't he? Little Dick. Too bad he's not a man. Too bad he's not a man. I, if I would have known, I should have I, I came here. But, uh, you know, we might as well just clean it up by proving what Dick Irvin is. You don't take advice in life from a loser. Somebody who is a paid-off, front-running, bribed, pay-to-play scam artist like Richard Dick Irvin. He's not going to tell you how to win by compromising on philosophy. Let me guess. I didn't listen to it, Squirrel, but let me guess. Uh, he grew up deciding whether to pay the rent. He had no money. He decided whether to be a gang-banging scumbag or a good guy. He joined the military. This is another case where morons want to be thanked and appreciation for doing what's right. Oh, look at you. You made right decisions. You must be special. Yet, you're a bribed, bribed mayor from a loser. Sorry, guys. 
It just is. Do you know what the tax rate in Aurora is? Oh, this is fascinating. New report from Lincoln Institute of Land Policy shows that the median value of a house in Aurora pays the second highest property tax rate in the country. Not the state, the country. You people in Aurora who are stramped with this idiot. By the way, the average income in Aurora, 32000 a year. You know what this guy says he makes? 88000 His truck is 90000 Makes 88000 a year. You pay 3.76% on your median house. So you're being robbed for the corruption that is Aurora government. And this loser is going to tell you how to win, right? Because am, am I to assume that's how he told, what he, what he was saying to our audience? How to win as a Republican? Let me guess. You got to compromise with the scum. You got to compromise with your principles. You've got to effectively figure out a happy medium of this cannibal economics that brings us to the utopia, like Aurora, which if you live there, I got $100 says you're trying to get out. You think I'm wrong? Not to mention there's another problem I have with this piece of dung. $50 million from the front runner pretending to be a hedge fund manager to move his tower closer. $50 million. And you lost? You lost. So you had an advantage of money 10 to 1, and you lost. And now you're here in the wonderful, hallowed studios, my studio, to give advice to my principled audience of how to be a winner by losing their principles and their fundamentals. Why don't you shut your mouth, loser? And that's the right word for that scumbag. Shut your mouth. And get in the corner with the rest of the, of the Biden voters. Because the reason that this country is in the predicament it is in is because you Biden voters did this to the country. You hamstrung the whole country. When I first took over, there was a butter-handed pansy. One of the very few Democrats affiliated in this station. And the way that I took over was only if that piece of garbage, loser, fraud, never did anything in his life, shut his mouth and got the hell away from my show. Guess what happened? Exactly what I wanted. Because those people who are telling you to compromise by losing your principles, they're not helping you. They're hurting you. So that they could feel better about their stupidity, about their slothfulness, about their inabilities. Not to mention their own corruption. Was this talked about on Saturday, Squirrel? Ken Griffin has gone all in on the two-term mayor of Aurora in his bid to become governor of Illinois. He's deposited $20 million into Irvin's gubernatorial campaign. He's praised Irvin's biography, and he's pledged that Irvin will clean up waste and corruption in Springfield. But- it's funny how you're going to clean up waste and corruption when you're wasteful and corrupt. How are you going to do that? You think, you think Ken Griffin's the only one to bribe? Bribe Richard Irvin? I don't think he is. As you mentioned, Irvin's mayoral political funds have received hundreds of thousands of dollars in contributions from companies that wound up getting tens of millions in benefits from the city of Aurora. Wait, wait, what was that? So you mean companies in Aurora donated to his phony campaign pack where he gets to keep the money. And then they got millions in contracts from Aurora. Well, the average poor, working, honest man Makes 32000 and pays 4% property tax rate. And then you're giving away money to people who bribed you? Sounds an awful lot like a Democrat. But then again, you did vote for Biden, didn't you? Tiny scumbag. One company that stood out, an Aurora-based telecommunications firm called Scientel Solutions. I want you to take a mental note of it. Scientel Solutions is also the company that Ken Griffin was able to bribe and bastardize and put his little front-running scheme 
of minute-to-minute trading, second-to-second, millisecond. So he could have an advantage in front-run orders, therefore printing money. And all he had to do was give this tiny, corrupt scumbag a little help, a little bonus. Now, we found that it has donated more than $135,000 to funds connected to Irvin. That includes $67,000 to Irvin's mayoral committee. Many of those donations were routed through Scientel's CEO, his spouse, and Scientel employees. Scientel also gave $68,000 to a political action committee connected to Irvin called Build Our Future. That committee is run by Irvin's mayoral campaign manager, Dennis Cook. Now that explains the smell in here. It sounds exactly like a Chicago Democrat social club. Ta-da! You got your scumbag buddies. Everybody's getting a piece of the payoff pie. And now you're in my studio telling people how to win, you loser. That with all this bribed money, tiny in the pants, you still couldn't win. Could you, dummy? And Paris, what has Scientel Solutions received in Irvin's term? Brandis, namely $3.2 million in city contracts dealing with tech and security cameras. And also, Irvin was instrumental in pushing approval for Scientel to build a 195-foot communications tower on its site. Now, the Aurora City Council initially voted it down. Ding, 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 ding. So all I have to do is give this dirty, pay-to-play scumbag, what, 225000 I get all these contracts. I could do exactly what I want. Then I could make my money back by selling it to who? Who do you think he sells it to? You want to guess? Guess, Squirrel Hands. It was controversial because they feared it would interfere with another broadcast tower right across the street. That one owned by a company called Cyrus One. That tower is connected to a data center that houses the electronic trading platform for the CME Group. Read the Merck. That's the largest derivatives market in the country. So trading firms want to have antennas close to there so they can pull off what's called high-frequency trades. Now, what is that? That is where computer algorithms do a high volume of trades. So the Merck puts their orders through that. And scumbag Ken Griffin bribes bribes Richard Little Dick Irvin to move his tower even closer and in some cases even put facilities on that same tower. And they get information and execute those trades quicker than their competitors because they have the technology like those microwave antennas and they can beat fiber optic cable or regular internet in nanoseconds. So fast forward three months. After lobbying from Irvin, City Council reversed its initial vote on that tower and then voted to approve. So with leverage from the scumbag mayor who has taken bribes campaign contribution, he leverages the other members of the council and they switch their vote. Three months of leverage and intimidation. I wonder if they had dirty whore girlfriends who got busted at pot stores drunk throwing up the place. You think so? I wonder. Antel's tower. Now, a 2019 Bloomberg article said that that tower would indeed be used for high-frequency trading and speculated that the firm using it would be Citadel Securities. That, of course, is the firm owned by Ken Griffin. Nice. See, I wanted to put a bow on the circle of corruption because that did happen. Citadel is on the tower. The front running is in place. They're printing money, and all they got to do is buy a couple of dirty whore politicians. I don't mean the girlfriends of them. I mean the actual politicians. That's all they have to do. And you want to know why you're in this position? Because you and the people of Aurora have compromised with your principles, compromised with your philosophy, your ideology.
And you've done it by these silk-tongued corrupt bastards, self-aggrandizing, self-enriching whores who all have the same story. I grew up in a shoe. I was an orphan child. I barely made the right decision. I could have joined a gang. I could have been in prison. So this is what happens when you start thanking people for being decent. And shame on you for doing it. This scumbag should not even be allowed in the Republican Party. After all, he did vote for the problems of today. And you know what your fellow American thinks? And a good Sunday morning to all of you. We are less than three months before the midterms. And our brand new NBC News poll paints a pretty bleak picture. Americans are angry. They're disappointed. And they are worried about the future of this country. Because they're hopeless. That's what it, that's the result of compromising your principles, the principles of truth, honor, and integrity. So don't listen to these scumbag whores who you could buy like juicy fruit. What do you want, Dick Irvin? Come on, I'll give you 200 grand. You'll be my friend, you little smarmy bastard. This is a scumbag. He doesn't know how to win. He knows how to sell and prostitute political power. His only job is to attain it. Because only through that do you even know this roach's name. We'd all been better off if he'd have joined a gang. At least he'd be where he should be. Prison! That's where these rats belong. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, all of your life, all of your life, you've heard lesser of two evils. Uh, you can't get everything. Now when you hear people like me, they say, what do they say? Oh, not that I care who they are or what they are, because I know what they are. But what do they say? Purist. He's a purist. I'm the liberal. I'm the liberal. See, I don't think that being a bagman bribed whore is any better for Richard Irving than it is for Joe Biden. I think it's all the same. The same. In fact, the only restraints when it comes to money in this entire country are to be on these po- politicians, on government itself. Yet they are unfettered in their open corruption. I don't care what your philosophy is. If you can't see what this is, you're an idiot. Now, whether you're a useful idiot or not is the question. And that's why these scam artists, these lipstick on pig salesmen, they come in the shows and they try to tell you what a great guy they are. I'm a great guy. I'm a good guy. I could have been worse. You're lucky I'm not worse. No, no, no. We would have been better off had you been an honest scumbag crook than one who gets all dolled up and pretends to be a representative, let alone pretending to be a representative of the American principled side. Go with the Democrat whores the where, where you really fit in and who you really voted for. See, if you voted for this, wear it, scumbags. Wear it. It's why I don't allow you near me. I don't allow you to listen to this show. I don't allow you in businesses I own. Because you are the cancer in this country. You. And your lack of knowledge and your inability to focus on character, what character really is. You see, there is no compromising with wrong. There's only losing to a level you think you're comfortable with. You cannot compromise with a philosophy of tyranny. You can only be a slave with favoritism, and that's what you're looking for, right? See, none of this is right. You know, I, interesting thing, interesting thing. Let me uh, go through this. Did you know, this is funny, state by state, because this is how I was spending my weekend. If you uh, are making a million dollars, 
in Texas. You have a, a, an income of a million dollars. Federal tax, 328. Social Security, 9,000. Medicare, 21,000. Your total taxes are 358,000. You live at 35.9% tax rate. Now, the government didn't do anything. You just made a million dollars, and they decided to penalize you 36%. Squirrel, do you know what that is in California? 49.5%. Did you know if you make a million five in California, you pay $513,000 to the government that did nothing? 513000 to be bullied around, have them waste your money. You pay 184000 to the state of California. Medicare, 33000 like you're going to go on Medicare. State disability. Your total taxes is $741,000 in California. Half goes to the state of California. Now, if we fast forward to Florida, you know what it is? You know what it is in Florida? 25.6%. This is the penalty of losing to these crooked bastards. How could it be so different? Yet Florida is in a much better financial position than California. Why? Because the politicians steal the money, and they enrich their donors, just like Richard Irving. They steer the money, get inferior service, lack of competition, they get a kickback in a campaign contribution. And that's what it looks like when you compromise with your principles. So I wonder the people in Aurora who are drowning in a sea of corruption and failure and waste and crime. You feel better that it's, there's an R after little Dick Irvin's name? So the next time he comes in here, you call me, Squirrel, because I want to have this conversation. I want to hear that stutter and stammer and scumbag, and I want the smell out of here. So tell him if they're going to have him in the studio, Lysol this fracking place, will you? All right. Michael on the south side. Uh, good, after- good afternoon, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. Anytime. Uh, hi. I won't condemn uh, John Anthony for interviewing Richard Irvin. I love John I Anthony. He's got nothing to do with John yeah. Anthony as far as I'm concerned. Right. Right. I, I, I got to say, though, that interview confirmed the wisdom of the voters of Illinois. It, it was ba- it's bad enough that Richard Irvin was, uh, it's, you, know, cor- you know, obviously has some issues, but he's a lying. He's a liar at that. And it, it, I, I didn't listen. Far- I didn't listen. Was he called out by the by the panel? I don't even know who's on the panel. Was he called uh, out? I mean, they, well, basically, they they uh, they asked some questions, and of course, he responded in his own self serving uh, style. But uh, the part that really got me was when he said that uh, he he sort of hid from the voters trying to pull a, Joe Biden because he was quote unquote following the uh, campaign strategist playbook. And which is a lie. I mean, the fact you know, is he was hiding because he didn't want to be called out on this corruption. You know, Michael, it's an interesting thing, because I, I, I truly like John Anthony very, very much. But it's an interesting flaw good people have. And John Anthony's a good person. And that flaw is, it's almost as if you don't want to offend somebody who you should offend. Somebody who offends your principles. I understand they know each other and yada, yada, yada. I don't give a rip. It's why when kids would come into my house to play with my daughter and you would pick out the kids that were going to be future problems. I didn't say, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I hope their mom and dad isn't mad at me. Like when my daughter's had a bad teacher, oh, I I don't want to hurt her feelings. You know, she's a teacher. Not at all. I went in and made sure there was no distance between, I mean, there was a significant distance between my kid and them. That's your obligation, is to keep bad people away from you. Because before you know it, they'll be able to swindle you. They'll be able to lie to you. And before you know it, you'll be driving an electric vehicle. Thank you very much. I appreciate the show. Uh, Eduardo Midway. 
Yeah, Sean. Uh, well, I uh, spent a, a few days over there in uh, Ontario, California. Rented a car and went to Santa Barbara and Palm Springs. Yeah. And of course, because of the weather, there's homelessness. They're not <laughs> immune to it. So they're thinking about putting these people in hotels. Yeah, I, saw, right. I had that two weeks ago on this story. Hotel. And it's not because of the weather. It's because of the politics. In fact, I could t- show you to of Philadelphia. Course. The weather is not good there. Homelessness on the skyrocketing. Chicago, Illinois, New York, New Jersey. I've got them from all over the place. The policies of corruption lead to the destruction of people who would otherwise be able to afford life. But see, when you're under a socialist corrupt system of Democrat mafia rule, it's very expensive to just get by. So the reason that they're homeless is a multitude, but the the number one reason is the politics of the area. Not to mention they welcome them. After all, how could they yeah. stay in power unless you could rally up those scumbags to vote for you? I got a great story on that, too. Did you know we've got free drugs? These packages contain heroin, cocaine, and crystal meth that's being handed out on the streets of Vancouver for free. Vancouver, which is also known as California and America in the future. They're giving out drugs now. That that shouldn't be end up well. That'll be that'll be all right. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on the Sean Thompson show. On AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. So the news Nationwide, what's catching on is they're decriminalizing hallucinogenics, which, listen, I have no problem. I'll tell you the truth. You should be free to do everything you want to do. Society doesn't owe you jack. So when you become a drug addict scumbag, I don't like the idea that you get millions and millions and millions in treatment and care. When you take your psychedelic drugs and you bang your head off the wall, I'm not paying to fix the lump stupid. Welcome to Rolling Stone News. I'm Elvis Metcalf. While the 2020 presidential results remained unclear the morning after Election Day, one thing for certain is that voters overwhelmingly approved a series of measures aimed at the war on drugs, including the legalization of marijuana in New Jersey, Arizona, and Montana, the decriminalization of psychedelic mushrooms in Washington, D.C., and the decriminalization of all drugs in Oregon. Are you nuts? So the homelessness, then that feeds on the problem. Then the good man who goes to work, before you know it, it's like you're living in Aurora, no matter where you go. Ford's CEO, Jim Farley, along with the executive chairman, Bill Ford, announcing layoffs this morning. The company will eliminate 3,000 white-collar jobs and contract jobs worldwide. This as the company cuts costs to make the transition to electric vehicles. That's a ramification of, of hiring or allowing this dimwit and diaper political whore bagman for labor extortion mafias called unions to seize control of the office. So if you voted for that, stand in the corner and wear a dunce cap like Richard Irvin. But a new CNBC poll finds that many worry that canceling student debt could have some unintended consequences. Yeah, like welfare to the wealthy people. Once again, ramification for Joe Biden. Stand in the corner. With the never-Trumper scum, stand in the corner and shut your mouth. Don't tell people how to win now because you are a loser. You are the reason this country's in this position. So don't come up with any ideas. Shut up and wear your loss like a mustache on a Democrat woman. Uh, Mark Ashburn. 
John, how are you? Very good. How are you? Uh, you made a, you made a comment earlier uh, regarding how we we need to we need to offend people who are offensive. And the biggest, the gla- the most glaring example of this is so-called conservatives sucking up to Dershowitz because Dershowitz happens to agree that the Alan Dershowitz and, with the and, band and, teeth and the pedophile airlines, what a piece of garbage he is! Now all of a sudden, everybody loves him. Ooh, I love it. It's the same thing with Joe Manchin and cinema. Listen to me. On the occasions you agree with me, now I like you. I don't give a rip. You better agree with me a thousand percent and then prove yourself a thousand times over. What the hell is going on with my country? I'm a peasing scumbag. It's ridiculous. But, but then he then he turns around and makes the comment that he voted for uh, voted against Trump twice, and he's looking forward to voting against him a third time. So that means if if the Democrats uh, nominate a full throated Marxist, exactly that Dershowitz is for him. Exactly, and we're supposed to. Because he happens to agree with us on one thing, That's, one thing. You're not going to get that on this show, brother. That's all I can guarantee I you. I can't do anything else about these other scoundrels. I can't do anything else. See, there are some people, Mark, that are looking for the approval of people you shouldn't care what they think. The lion doesn't care of the attitude of the lamb. Simple. I really don't care what you think. So on the rare occasion, the Republicans say, okay, this guy I'll vote for. You're not on my team. There's no team. What is this? uh, It's a sports mentality. If you support nine out of ten Illinois Republicans, you're supporting the crime syndicate that's better dressed. This is the one thing you have to learn. There are no good guys in the upper echelon that are sitting by going, what can we do? Well, it's simple. You adhere to principles. That's what you do. It's like when these guys want to be thanked for not being a scumbag. Oh. I didn't join a street gang. Oh, thank you. I didn't rob your purse. Oh, thank you. How about if you do, I cut your hand off? You see, that's the approach I like, scumbags. David in Norwich. Oh, hey, Sean. Thank God you're on the radio. Oh, thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. Yeah. uh, You know, the question I had for you, if if the Republicans do not win back the House and the Senate in these midterms, are you in any way still hopeful that we could ever turn around a socialist corrosion? No, not in, not in the country. You can in some states. And the other the other point, to, what if you do win with Republicans, but the Republicans are Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, or personality and character and attributes like that? Did you win? Do you feel good because right. the Republicans? No. These are people you sent there to do one specific job for 12 years. Tear out Obamacare. Where's Obamacare? Never bigger, never better, never stronger. So they're not on my team. I've never had a Republican majority. If I did, I wouldn't be in this predicament. When some dimwit in diapers can decide how much more of my income they want to take, or if they're just going to strictly and boldly and openly persecute the political opposition by hiring 87,000 Gestapo agents. I wonder, did they ask that scumbag from Aurora where he's at on the IRS agents? He voted for that too. You see, this is the thing. David, sometimes you... Pretend to win when you're really losing in slow motion, like the state of Illinois. And that's what you would have done had you ke- had that moron, moron, scumbag, bagman been the nominee. But thank God he isn't. And I'd like to thank this show, along with the morning show. You know, there's a rumor out there that, that he was spreading, too, that uh, Dan Proft and his political action committee spent $13 million. He didn't spend 10% of that. What he doesn't understand is some lipstick on pig salesman are more obvious than others. He just happens to be more obvious as a lipstick pig salesman.
Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Hello. What's up, kid? You're there. All right. Hello. Hey. So, so all of a sudden, hey, it's a Verizon take- commercial. Go ahead. No, no, no. Thanks for taking my call, Sean. Hey, listen. So before I uh, ask you about this warrant that was on that uh, Mar-a-Lago, you know it, uh, when those guys went in there and everything, they had a, a contingent of uh, people that were uh, wearing all black, no markings, no names, no F- nothing, everything. That, a whole bunch of them had knapsacks, stuff. They were in there for nine hours. I mean, they really violated well, sir, that. They, they, out. Those are they, men that they had to walk around with, with Melania's thongs on their head because they're <laughs> government scumbags. What do you think? They were there honoring the integrity of the search warrant. Of course not. They were rifling through her but, undergarments because they're, they're like that lawyer Dershowitz, only they're like regular-sized yeah. women. Go ahead. Okay, okay, now besides all of that going on and whatever they did to take in the – I mean, I'd be afraid to live in that house after they had nine hours in there whatever they were doing. But here's the thing. That warrant, I've I seen on uh, like a couple programs that where the, um, the warrant said that they find what they're looking for, the thing, and that they could take every single container, box, anything – in the vicinity, they're the government. How can that be a How can that be a legal warrant to go in there and just take because, whatever they want and take? Because that? we are unmoored from the principles of the country. We don't have a Fourth Amendment. We don't have a Fifth Amendment. That's all poppycock. You're not believing that, dung. Look at your country. Open and notorious bribery is as on display from Aurora to Washington D.C. and everywhere in the middle. This is open and notorious. Come on. I mean, I love it. I think it's cute that you still think we have those unalienable rights, but we haven't had them forever. And do you know why? Republicans. They they got along. They compromised. There's bipartisanship. Now you have bipartisan tyranny. Do you like it? Keep voting for Republicans to tell you to forget about your principles like that scumbag that was here this weekend. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. There's more honesty with an ideological opponent than there is with a traitor. I mean that. You know, I'll tell you something. When you grew up in uh, our old neighborhood, Squirrel, not everybody was, a, you know, go out and play football that would turn into a street brawl. That's all we used to pretend we played other neighborhoods and uh, football, and then everything would start in a fist fight. Not everybody could play, right? So, But the, the thing was, just as long as you went there, you didn't have to be in the forefront beating the hell out of somebody. But don't be in the back beating the hell out of us. That's what a traitor is. So the opposition, the, the common Democrat, Chicago Democrat, scumbag, Marxist, socialist, I love the stupidity in their philosophy and where it leads. Just go look at your areas where you destroy but the idea that there's people that pretend to be against that and then support the very corruption, the very problems in that philosophy, those are called traitors. So you're not compromising to get to a happy medium, which is another thing. The only person you can compromise with is someone you love. Because what you're saying is, I'm willing to be less right with your wrong agenda. Like 90% of the spouses in Illinois who stay because of their spouses, families, and the work, and the rest of it. That's a compromise you do with someone you love. But to compromise a principle of right and wrong, a principle of integrity or no integrity, you can't. You can just lose. And that's called Democrat areas. Pick one. You know this John Fetterman? You know this guy's going to win, right? He's going to win in uh, Pennsylvania. And I'm proud to say if I'm your next lieutenant governor, 
I will have Bernie's back on all the issues that we all hear. That's when he was running for lieutenant governor. Now, Bernie Sanders, who he's going to support, is Moscow Bernie. He was going to Moscow before it became popular, before, like, uh, you'd send your crack-smoking son to get a bribe from the mayor. He would go to Moscow during the Cold War because he was a communist. So now all the communists are running with him. They call themselves Democrats. And the step-and-fetch, willful slave Democrat, he doesn't care because he just wants free drugs. He just wants free rent. He wants free food. He wants free, 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 free student loans. Free, free. So they're scumbags. Let them feast among themselves. But the Republicans have been dragged to this position because so many of them compromised and also got rich doing it. Like Mitch McConnell, almost as rich as Nancy Pelosi. And he has the advantage of a Chinese shipping heiress wife, Matahari. Like so many of the Republican cohorts. I'd like the forensic audit of this new guy who's pretending to be a constitutional guy, McCarthy. I never trust a Republican from California. You know why, Squirrel? They compromise. Oh, a lot of money in compromising. Tom in Blue Island. Hey, Sean, you know, the Republican Party had a kumbaya, kumbaya moment at the state fair last week, and you're mucking it all up, you pain in the backside. Yeah, that's true. And you know what? Take your, take your scumbag lawyers who kissed the ass of Ken Griffin because they got the money, they got to pretend to be men for three months. Take them and walk with them because I don't need them. You're not winning when they're here. You know what winning looks like when you're here the last Two decades of Illinois politics. Look at them all. Durkin, Brady. There they are. How good are they? I mean, you know, if you cut out the way in which they enrich their spouses through video game poker machines or their lobbyist subs, uh, uh, siblings. That's their idea of winning. How are you doing, though? The citizen who's not in on that scam. Don't get me wrong. If you're the bartender where the Durkin family likes to go and tie one on, you probably did pretty well. They're raking it in. They're probably big tippers now. If you are uh, one of the losers that lost your fortune in one of Brady's wife's gaming thing, you're not doing too good, though. See, you have to have a barometer of victory. Dave in Libertyville. Hey, Sean. I know I'm off su- uh, subject a little bit, but that mil- billion-dollar ticket that was sold in this planes a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Where did, where did all that tax money go? The feds got it. The the state First of all, got he, it, yeah, he gets a third. It didn't patch any holes in the road. No, no, no. That's in the general fund so that these slots who rub cocoa butter on Pritzker's stretch marks can pretend they have a pension. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. To understand the people we're discussing Keynesianism economics with, the unholy alliance with tyranny called socialism or Marxism or communism, you have to realize who you're dealing with. You're dealing with somebody 
who not only is willing to kill babies, but their own. It's a different kind of perspective to have, but it's essential that you have it. It's going to be hard to reason with people who are willing to kill their own babies. So anybody that agrees with this philosophy and recognizes abortion as what it is, the greatest atrocity on the planet, I love him right away, like him right away. My next guest, his name is Ryan Bomberger. He not only shares that belief, he's also written a very powerful book called Not Equal, Civil Rights Gone Wrong, and he's the co-founder of the RadianceFoundation.org. But that's not what I want to talk to him about to start. Oh, no, no, no. You cannot put Emmy Award-winning creative professional in your bio and not tell me what it's all about. Come on, Ryan. What's it about? I guess someone liked something I designed. So it was for actually broadcast media design for a project called OMX. And I designed the whole, you know, the, the whole package for it. So, so it's not I, like I, a dance in Young Frankenstein between uh, Frankenstein and Gene Wilder. You didn't do any of that? Putting on the Ritz? No? no, no? no All right. Nothing so, so grand. All right. Very good. All right. Well, I guess you could leave it a little ambiguity there. But I want to talk to you more um, a little bit about the, the two things that are in your bio mainly. But I really want to focus on silencing and erasing pro-life voices and choices. So give me a little background on that. Tell me what you do. My wife, Bethany, and I have founded the Radiance Foundation about uh, 14 years ago now, and we take on, you know, all the easy subjects, abortion, adoption, fatherlessness, poverty, racism, and we creatively try to educate people about all these issues, and we believe that every human life has God-given purpose, so we create billboard campaigns, ad campaigns, we write books, we write op-eds that appear in Town Hall and Christian Post and others, and we really try to illuminate how every human life is God-given purpose. And we get a little pushback, get a little hate, but we also get a lot yeah, of love. But when pushback and hate comes from somebody willing to take the position of killing their own baby, I personally wear that as a badge of honor. I really like offending people of low character and, and supporters of ideologies of murder and mayhem. That's why I don't like communists either. And you know what's shocking is you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, what a sad statement in humanity. When everyone doesn't feel that every life has value. I mean, we are at a place in 2022 that constantly points out just how intellectually stupid humanity is at this point. That's exactly how I feel about it. Well, there are many displays of it, unfortunately. I mean, we hear people denouncing eugenics, but yet they still embrace all the the racism and the elitism of it, of it today. So we just keep repeating the same cycle. I mean, we love circles, apparently, as human beings. We just repeat the same stupid mistakes over and over and over again. Yeah, that's why, you know, I mean, I'll tell you the truth. I, I, I don't know what the afterlife is like, but I'm hoping there's not as many stupid people. Um, one thing that I see here in Illinois is that the way in which politicians hide their corruption hide their open and notorious pay-to-play schemes, hide their ideology of tyranny and socialism and, and slavery by making the citizens a slave to their corruption and their fecklessness, is that they wrap it in the idea, and you too will be able to kill your baby as long as you vote Democrat. And the Republican is often f- afraid... To say it, because we have Republicans in Illinois, like the Republicans in New York and like California, they're afraid to be right. They're afraid to, to, to give their opinion of, hey, you scumbag, don't kill your baby. Well, the problem is you've got too many Republicans who want to be like Democrat light. Democrats aren't afraid to talk explicitly and outrageously about their, their poor convictions. And so they proudly parade, you know, pro- abortion without limits and for any reason and for us to pay for it then. While it's still 
still touting, you know, my body, my choice. Well, it's my body, my taxes. Why am I paying for your choice? So Republicans have to actually get a spine. Perhaps I can be replaced by Obamacare, but they actually get a spine and actually stand up for these core convictions, which actually separate the two parties. Read the press. Read the platforms. I mean, the platforms are so drastically different, but yet we have too many Republicans in states like Illinois who want to be kind of like Democrats. And that doesn't work. You know, and the more you learn, I have to tell you, I remember when Barack Obama was running. I had a friend of mine who worked with him when he was a lawyer. He's like, ah, he's not a bad guy. And then we started to look at some of his policies. And then here in Illinois, he's the only politician up until you know, 2008 that had even voted for something called infanticide where a bunch of people all of a sudden learned that babies could survive abortion. And this evil son of a gun voted to kill the baby while he was wiggling on the table. I I almost couldn't believe it at the time. Yet here we are 12 years later, and this seems to be the major position of at least 50% of the Democrats at least is, is, is the baby murdering scourge that they are. It's, it's unconscionable. I mean, you had California talking about how they won't prosecute the death of a child in the perinatal period, which California defines up to 30 days post-birth. So we're talking about clear infanticide. It's infanticide whether the child is still in the womb or outside of the womb. But you have a Democratic Party that's so beholden to worshiping at the altar of abortion. It's, it's actually it's unbelievable. They're just as brazen as they want to be, and you still have the GOP in some ways um, not being willing to be as passionate about their pro-life positions as articulated in their platform. But I am thankful there is clearly a distinction between the Democrat Party and the Republican Party when it comes to abortion. And it's only the Republican Party that is fighting the the violent injustice, fighting against, I should say, fighting against the violent injustice of abortion. You know, now I want your opinion. And that opinion is this. Can the incompetent, corrupt openly bribed Democrats hide all of the fails of their policy and their open corruption in this one topic? Can this become the Trojan horse that sneaks in Elizabeth Warren, that uh, takes the the eye off the ball of exactly what Joe Biden is, a pay-to-play political whore, along with the Democrats in general? Can they win under this cloak of kill your baby and and we'll pay for it? Well, sadly, we're seeing how many gains they've been making over the years. I mean, they, they're the party of abortion. They were the party of slavery, the party of KKK, the party of Jim Crow and voter suppression and everything that came with Jim Crow. And they're getting away with it with abortion, with limitless abortion, and now trying to force American taxpayers to fund it. And there are so many people who are so complacent about actually understanding what's being said and what's being done that they're buying into, oh, no, the Democrats are the ones who are more compassionate. Oh, the Democrats are the ones who actually believe in women's rights. Well, it's it's a bizarre world. Oh, it's 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 all surreal and upside down. You know, this is the other thing too. Is as your other as your book talks about, not equal civil rights gone wrong. It was never. Uh, you know, I grew up in an era born in the sixties. Uh, my parents, my neighborhood embraced the idea that people are equal until they open their mouth and prove themselves not to be. It was a a colorblind goal, and I grew up in the eighties, going to high school in the early eighties. It was fantastic. Fantastic. I went to a wonderful high school. We had a tremendous amount of people from all ethnicities and all races. And it wasn't until now that the idea that segregation would somehow, something you read about, it's not something that you would see when you go to bring your kids to college and they have segregated dorms. I mean, we're going backwards. It's the return of the primitives. It's racism in the name of correcting racism. In most cases, most of our family fought on the north side. What am I supposed to do now? 
keep fighting against it. I mean, you've got critical race theory, which, of course, they're not teaching, but yet every teacher's, you know, American Federation of Teachers and the National Education Association are all fighting to defend teachers that teach the theory that's not being taught in the schools. It's such, it's ridiculous. I mean, now it's colors everything and characters nothing. So we're going a complete 180 from Martin Luther King Jr.'s admonition. This is this is insane. I'm half white, half black, and my heart is for us all to actually see each other as human beings, see our color, enjoy it, and celebrate it, but never to separate ourselves by it. And so you've got all these woke folk out there trying to force us to see everything through the broken lens of race, and it's always, always destructive. So that's the balkanization that Marxists have used. In some cases, in most cases, in the same race. It's why so many um, ethnicities hated each other because they were from a different region. I mean, I'm, I'm Italian. You saw what it was like, the Sicilians, the Ukrainians, and the Russians. I mean, pick it. But um, when you see it in this country and you see it that has taken hold, and just does it matter that the book and the premise is full of absolute lies? Does right and wrong even matter anymore? I mean, I've read their book. It's preposterous. It's a rewriting of history that isn't even close. They never mention the Ulster Scots. I think it's the first, what, 36, 36 years of America, there were no black slaves. They were brought over by King George. But the original slaves were Ulster Scots. They were white. And that, you know, in, in, during the Civil War, less than 1% of the South had slaves. T- the three of the top 10 slave owners were black themselves. Uh, does any of the facts matter, or am I just lulled into the deep waters of incompetence by the best swindler on the block? <laughs> There's a lot of swindling going on. And it depends what you mean by facts. I mean, what are facts? What are words? I mean, you've got a <laughs> political party that wants to change the Are you re- giving me the Rousseau right now? Are you Rousseauing me? Go ahead. I mean, this is the this is the insanity that we're living in, where language doesn't matter anymore. It's always so. Uh, I guess it's just pliable day by day, just like your gender, apparently. And and, and this kind of this this is what an, this allows us from being able to communicate effectively with one another. When words have no meaning, when history facts have no meaning. I mean, you've got the Democratic Party, for instance, talking about how Republicans over and over again they want to bring back slavery. I'm like, who was the party that actually was created in order to abolish slavery? The Democrat Party went to war to protect the inhumanity of slavery, and now going to cultural war to protect the inhumanity of abortion and you know transgender everything else. I mean, this is this is why words matter. And this is why, you know, as a parent, I live in Loudoun County, by the way, Loudoun County, Virginia. Oh, you are in the the hub of scandal, yes, yes. Yes. I mean, we're used to the insanity of of people trying to constantly drive a wedge between students and their parents, uh, between facts and, and lies. I mean, this is... This is this is the problem that we're facing, and unfortunately, there's so much apathy that trying to get people even to a state of awareness is such an incredible task. Morons and are ruining the world. How's that for the title of your next book? <laughs> Morons <laughs> are ruining the world. Book. I think we could win an Emmy and everything on that thing. Um, Ryan, I'm going to ask your opinion because I respect it and I want it. I have I have been under the impression for decades that I am the true liberal. After all, I do not believe in any policy that has force. None. Yet I've watched this Trojan horse be used to smuggle in all kinds of open corruption, open uh, ideologies of tyranny and, and collectivism and fascism. I want to start a new party. I want to call it the Liberal Party. I want all the people of all pe- all races, all religions. I want everybody who believes in the Enlightenment to be a member. And I want to take away the duopoly of corruption that has destroyed 
my country and unmoored it from its principles. You think I, I think that's a better way to do it than pretending the Republican Party can be resurrected by only, you know, giving up everything I believe in. What do you think? Well, I'm, I'm glad that our political parties are not our salvation. Um, ideally, yes, a third party, which isn't driven by what we have seen happen to both of the establishment parties, would, would be a great road to go down. I don't know how that it's possible, though, in what seems to be an irreparably, uh, an irreparable two-party system here in America. I, I, I don't know. I would say that, that the GOP is far better option than the Democrat Party, but there's so much corruption that is – I mean, the, the whole system is rife with this corruption. It's, it's obvious. How about these 80-year-old political whores who've been there for 40 years that are supposed to be my savior. I got this old lady face, Mitch McConnell. He couldn't do a push-up if I put a 38 behind his ear. I'm sick and tired of these old bastards. What do I do? Pray for them. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. after you pray for them, get... Well, but this is why voting matters. I mean, voting matters because if you actually have informed voters who actually understand who's doing what and who's doing who's, who's not doing what they're supposed to be doing, um, we just get the same sort of politicians over and over again. We don't have statesmen, we don't have stateswomen, we don't have people who actually have core convictions that carry them out. So we just get the same sort of thing over and over and over again. Yeah, my so, plan is to take all of us then and move to Florida and Texas. What do you think of that? That's plan. Well, That's B. Know. That's option B. You come and live next door to me. I moved to Florida. It's incredible. We build a wall. We do it all. We separate. Secession. Any uh, chance at it? For, uh, it there's, yeah, the, the, the likelihood is up there. In Freedom, <laughs> Florida, I just came back from it a few days ago, and it feels really good. But unfortunately, it shouldn't be like that. We should feel that kind of freedom in every state within the United States of America, and we don't because we allow our political system to control us and to, to rob us. Ryan? I can't thank you enough, not just for joining me, but I love the fact that you have Radiance Foundation. You co-founded with your wife, RadianceFoundation.org, but you have four kids. Never let them go to school in Chicago. Promise me. And in the meantime, promise me you'll come back. I appreciate everything you do. Hey, would love to. Thanks so much. Thank you. Ryan Bomberger, we'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest. In the nation and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Years ago, we all thought it was a joke. See, that every kid got My a f***ing trophy. But yo, homie, yeah. here's a situation. What's the name of is our next generation. Boy, isn't that true? You know, I was thinking about it on the break. The only thing the Democrats make better are foreclosures. What a bunch of bust-outs. I mean bust-outs. Everything they float, something for nothing. Lou, their big idea to save everything. State lawmakers are mulled over the legalization of some psychedelic drugs. Yeah, they- yeah you better. God knows if that Dr. Awardy ever wants to get lucky, somebody better be on mushrooms. My word. Kevin, Austin, Texas, Pete, two times. Sean, good to hear you. Uh, Sean from Florida. Hey, I wanted to mention that the, uh, the 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 person you had on last time, they always try to pay, especially when it comes to life issues, the left tries to paint the right as extreme right. When it's not, it's just right. The left are the extreme party when it comes to that. And then I, the I idea, just, I and think, I, I'm dead serious about this. I, I, I Listen, I focused a lot of time thinking about this in their own re- reality. The idea that there are people out there that say, I, I, I really don't feel good about this. Let's kill my baby. Are you fracking nuts? 
Seriously. Is this now now am I gonna talk to you about how unrighteous it is to take fifty percent of someone's income? You've already identified yourself as a Nazi. I don't even know if the Nazis did that. We're gonna when if they did it was called what? An atrocity? Murder? A camp? A holocaust? Of course it was. Yet we call well, this think... we call this a right? And I gotta watch that thick neck dimwit for the Pritzker. You know, uh, Bailey uh, compared it to the Holocaust. Well, first of all, I think they're atrocities, both of them. But can you not talk about them as if they're equally offensive? I mean, these are 65 million babies. I all of a sudden, wait, what the hell is wrong with people? Seriously. And this same woman, I wonder, I, I, I'm not familiar with religions. It's not my strong point. Do, does Judaism say go ahead and kill your baby? Because I just was at a function with Dennis Prager, and he can't eat bacon. So I'm assuming... That the religion has a stance on murdering your baby, you thick-necked bimbo. But I don't know. Yeah, I think, it, I, you know, it's it's horrible, especially when a generation is, is led to believe that it's just a clump of cells. I think they yeah. should teach what an abortion procedure is uh, in high schools. So people No, no, no. Back then, they're going to tell you how to, how, if you're a guy and you want to dress around like Rachel Levine, they're going to show you how to tuck and wear a thong backwards so you could feel feminine. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, did you, you know you know the video I'm talking about, right, Squirrel? That woman who, who votes for Pritzker? She looks like Pritzker with long hair. She's got that big, thick neck. You know what I mean? She built like a... No? She looks like an oh, ex- God. extremely fat traffic cone. You didn't see her? Yeah, she's all mad. Bill, Chicago. Hello. Hi, Bill. Thanks, Sean, for taking my call. Anytime, buddy. I just want to bring up the point with all these illegals coming across that it is federal law, anyone between the age of 18 and 26 years has to register for selective service. Is there a citizen or non-citizen? Bill, I'm guessing they're not going to pay attention to that law, brother. But I will say this to you, Bill. I'm going to make you feel good about this, and I'm dead serious about it. I'm dead serious about this. If you believe in the righteousness of American principles... You have a better chance of getting that from somebody who fled a Marxist country. You have a better chance of getting a righteous voter, a righteous American from an illegal alien coming here than you do a Chicago rat Democrat who's been voting for the dailies and then Rahm Emanuel and this freak, Lori Lightfoot. You got a better chance of saving the country with somebody who came here from the destination of where these rat Marxist Democrats want to take us than you do a Democrat self-loathing, communist, Marxist, socialist, sit on your ass and get something for nothing, Democrat. You got a much better chance. So don't get mad about that, Bill. Focus. That could be a win for us. You're not going to win from these Chicago Democrats that are waiting for their pension checks. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know how old I am? I remember this in the theater. It's like 1976, dude. No, this is Eye of the Tiger. This is in the 80s. But I'm talking about rock. What a great era, man. What a great era. Right was right. And wrong was wrong. The idea that we are now having the ideology of Soviet Russia embodied the corruption, 
some third world banana republic is because we deserve it. We've colluded. We've pretended this is an option. Oh, they're just Democrats. Now look at where you're at. Something as evil as infanticide is now the policy of the Democrats. Greg in Rogers Park. Hi, Sean. Sean, uh, I just want to thank you again for your hard work. I really enjoyed your guest, especially the ones you had Friday. But, um, you know, I just cut out of mass uh, yesterday, and we were praying for people who are contemplating abortion and people that have had abortions and the pain they're going through. And I couldn't believe what I saw when I put on the uh, fake news media and saw Pritzker and Lightfoot, who saved abortion even after birth is okay, with Sister Jean on a very ground where they pray to stop abortion. It's such a hypocrite, those two. They shouldn't be anywhere near. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you something, Greg. That is the fault once again of organized religion to allow them to use Sister Jean as a photo op, to allow them to bring in their policies of baby murder while hugging a nun. They are scum, but so is the institution that would allow that to happen. And I'm dead serious about this. So as as mad as you are, and rightfully so, at that fat pig and the other one dressed like a man, as mad as you are at them, be equally as mad. And I'm sure you're a Catholic. I was a former Catholic. I was brought up in that brainwashing. Be equally as mad at those swindlers as I was when I found out they were the pedophile underground. Go ahead. Right. No, the other thing, too, is is I, I was in the seminary. I didn't get ordained, but I made it through three years, and then I decided it wasn't for me. Um, and I, and one of the reasons why it was, I was kind of, I was also forced out because I was exposing a lot of the corruption in the church, the oh, drunkenness, yeah. the gay and lesbian stuff. Well, how about the money? So, well, the Vatican is yeah. the, is the, well, is the, is the was, most profitable corporation in the history of mankind. You know, one of my favorite yeah. teachers is a guy by the name, he's long gone, who, who changed my life. His name was John Conley. He was thrown out of the seminary for booze and women. Right. They threw him out, and he became he became the religion teacher at St. Joe's for decades. And he was somebody who was always encouraging young men to think and be men. His name was John Conley, and he died a few years ago, and I think of him every day. So getting thrown out of the seminary doesn't mean anything. You've probably affected more people than you would have. Have you sat quietly by and watched that scheme of profiteering on religion and fear? go on without saying something. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate you for listening and for everything you do. Andrew, Libertyville. Hello. Hi, Andrew. You better hurry up. Hey, and Sean, thanks for having I me. I think here. it was Friday. I had, the, I had the magic pants people mad at me. What are they called? Uh, the Mormons. Now today I got the Catholics. You know, tomorrow who knows who it's going to be. So go ahead. No, yeah, I'm just uh, calling. I don't know. It seems that uh, in today's society, people don't learn from history. You know what I mean? Uh, like, uh, there's uh, hundreds of millions of people, like in the higher estimates, you know, have died directly from, you know, socialist policy. 160 million and counting that we can go through. I think it's actually higher, but 160 million in the very least. Yeah. And, you know, it seems like uh, everybody who, you know, asks for these uh, socialist policies, we got to ask uh, how many people need to die for it to be proven wrong? Everybody, more people, uh, everybody. And you see that you see that in the year 2022. And I'm dead serious about this. In the year 2022, in these in these states in America that are drowning in policy failure and corruption, 
they're doubling down on stupid by continuing to pretend that the people who are bringing down society, the drug addicts, the jobless, the hopeless, the, the, the drunks, they're the virtuous ones, and you must cannibalize the people who work in the name of the people that don't. And that is, in essence, socialism. So if you're asking me when it's going to stop or how many people have to die, when you stop hearing policies of cannibalism, which is what, you know, they call it socialism because they're putting lipstick on it. It's cannibalism. And it thrives by letting the scum of society be the attention of society. And I also just described 2022, Andrew. Get out of Libertyville. Yeah, and I'm, uh, Go ahead. It, okay. Go ahead. I'm going to let you talk. Go ahead. Uh, right. uh, oh, oh, me? Okay. Yeah. I, so one more thing. It seems like... Uh, a lot of these like big corporations, you know, companies like NBC were started by people, you know, the guy uh, from Google, you know, they, they're started with, uh, with these mindsets of people whose families either fled or that they fled directly from communism and, uh, you know, the, the oppression of the, you know, of, of those times. And it seems like, you know, now that they're passed away, they're just slowly moving it, moving it back in. These guys, you know, would be rolling in their graves. Absolutely. Like, uh, but you know what happened? Them. You know what you're describing, Andrew? And it's really quite interesting. It is a regulatory coup where government has found a way to regulate partnership and control of major companies, take them over and turn in what is supposed to be a media into a propaganda wing for government superiority. And that's exactly what happened. And you're, you're, of course, you're right. Not to mention, if you ever want to talk about somebody who would be spinning in a grave like a Black and Decker, think about old man Hines and the fact that John Kerry and his cleaning lady are spending his money on socialism while flying around in his jets. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate the call. See, we can always think about that. But it's, it's, it's really quite interesting. It's almost as interesting as watching the love and affection for somebody that the left viewed as the most evil man, the most evil family in America. I love this Cheney thing, and I'll tell you why. Not only is she almost as repulsive as Rachel Levine, which she is, but to hear the left slather and lather and drool and, I love Liz Cheney, she's the best. And then they hear Liz Cheney wallow in her stupidity and pretend that there's anybody outside of the military-industrial complex and corrupt banksters that have destroyed this country. Did you know that Liz Cheney went from worth seven million to forty-four million in six years? How'd she do that, Squirrel? I wonder. I wonder how she did. She did like Nancy Pelosi. Accepted and participated in a very large IPO deal from Visa. At a time there was major uh, legislation affecting their credit card companies making its way through the um, through the House. And right. did you consider that to be a conflict of interest? I don't know what your point is of your question. Neither does Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney has no idea. When asked, how'd you go from a net worth of $6 million or $7 million to $44 million? How'd you do that, Liz? Eh, who knows? I'm with Nancy. And I understand you, you heard from President Biden. I did hear from President Biden. We had uh, a very, a very good talk, um, uh, a talk about the importance of putting... When did you have a good talk with President Biden, and did he blink? Well, you were talking to him. Was he getting his diaper changed? And no one has seen him for three days. Is he still alive, Liz Cheney? When's the last person somebody had a good talk with Joe Biden outside of a Ukrainian bag man? The country ahead of partisanship. Uh, and I've heard from a number of other people, uh, as you can imagine. So wait a minute. Diapers Biden wanted to thank Moleface Liz for putting the country ahead of partisanship. Are you not paying attention, Moleface? Where the country is, you stupid idiot. There's your glimpse of bipartisan 
compromise. The Cheneys. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. All right, now I've got a couple of calls on the line, and I'm letting you know. Next hour. I love Billy Idol, by the way. Whatever happened to him? He's still alive? Yeah? Did he get boosted? Someone puts on his life if he did. Uh, I will tell you this. Next hour, we're not going to have a guest. 312-642-5600, just me and you. In the meantime, we had a couple guys online. Jill called. And, you know, it's not just ladies first. I love what she has to say. Jill, Chicago. Hi, Sean. Hi, Jill. Hi, this is uh, Jill. Um, I'm a nurse. I'm on my way to work. I've been a nurse over 35 years, but I'm not close to retirement yet. And I am so sick of working. I just want to... Not close to retirement after 35 years. Would you have to pay your own student loans? How'd you do that? Uh, I went to school young. You know what's so, funny, too, Joe? Uh, well, how how would you say you've seen the medical industry change uh, after the implementation uh, of Obamacare? Oh, it, it's, it's every day I go to work, and it makes me sick. Yeah, I believe it. I, I've seen so many changes in 35 years that it's, our health care system is so sad. And what they did to people during COVID... Um, and, and I'll just tell you something. I have a, a brother-in-law who was uh, in the hospital with um, pneumonia. They tested him for COVID. He was negative. Okay? Mm-hmm. His discharge papers said COVID pneumonia. Well, the money now, that they got, the money that they got exactly. for COVID treatments was astronomical. And if they hooked you up to a machine that, that you know, you're talking 40, 50 grand just as a kicker outside of paying the bill. You know that they, 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 yeah. they really made a fortune, yeah. and the people suffered, as in every case when government takes over anything. And you know, it's funny. I was reading your comment. And you, you were joking that you're just going to sit on your ass and collect government money. Number one, you're not that kind of character of a person. But number two, what happens is under this system, sooner or later, they're going to take people in your industry, probably, hopefully, the day after you retire, and it's going to be where you can't retire. They're going to turn you into indentured yeah. slaves because that's what happens under a socialist well, regime. And, you know, I, as this becomes single like payer, it's now. going to get, well, as it becomes single payer, it's going to get really even worse. It's already single payer to a certain extent, but it's going to get yeah, even worse. It, yeah, you have no idea the amount of people that are really on public aid. Um, I'm going to give you a number. It's about 80 percent. Well, it's because you, you work care. in Chicago. Yeah. I well, mean, not in Chicago, but but I I'm going to tell you whatever you read, whatever stats you see, I don't care what they say. I've worked all over Chicago land. Mm-hmm. It more people are on public aid than have insurance. I promise you that. You know why the people who have to pay for their own insurance are too busy working to focus on if their ass hurts them and they have to go to a doctor. That's the problem. You got a bunch of people on welfare. They got nothing to do all day but figure out what hurts them. They check themselves in. They get the, the no bill. They get it paid for. It's a step up. It's a it's it's a it's an atrocity. With well, the, what yeah, happened to our healthcare it's funny. System. The people the people with insurance have to pay so much on top of premiums and co-pays yeah. and deductibles, but if you have public aid, you pay zero, nothing. 
Nothing. No, I, I know. I, I have relatives that, uh, you know, <laughs> listen to the show and they're good guys and whatever. And they're like, you understand I'm drowning? I'm drowning. It's 27000 yeah. a year and we don't go to the doctor. I'd be better off being a roach. I'd have all this time. But you wouldn't be. That's right. Because you could see the look in the eyes of the people that are used to that welfare system. They know they have no future and they know they're cancer of, of the society. Jill, you stay strong. Retire soon, damn it. Come on. Tell the husband get another job. Hey, 35 years. I wanted to meet I wanted to meet you last Thursday, but I can't stand cigar smoke. This Thursday, I'm at the uh, Uncle Tom 2. I'll be there. All right? Okay. Maybe I'll come and meet you there. I hope so. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Six four two fifty six hundred. I never do this, but Frank has been on the line since my uh, my opinions on the Catholic Church. So, before I switch topics, let's go to Frank in Arlington Heights. Hi, Frank. Hey, Sean. How are you? Hey, no, no problem there. All but, right. Uh, Immobiliare. That was the uh, wealthiest corporation ever. Remember that from Godfather Three. Yeah, but the, that, uh, it's because no one no one thinks of the Vatican as a corporation except a few of us, and I'm one of those people. And man, oh man, I would love to know an audit of what their net worth is. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, well, uh, Loyola University, hey, I love watching their basketball team. Drew Valentine's putting together a really good team this year. They're going to be excellent. They're going to be a powerhouse over the next couple of years. But the institution itself, they've been in decay for a while. And um, ad majorum, glorium, I butt. Yeah. Really. I mean, think about what they did. Well, they got Sister Jean at 103 years old, and then, and then they're going to allow these abortionists, Pritzker and Lightfoot, in. I'm not, I'm not and, religious, but my family is. And, you know, to watch this and to not and to look at it through my eyes versus you know they're obviously offended and whatever but they don't understand the overarching problem they're looking not at the people they're going to offend but at the people who may say god it's it's so evil to kill your own baby and then they see these two scumbags democrat rats hugging the the sister and now it's okay and you know what we've learned frank this isn't me or you or the listeners or the hardworking Americans who are proud of the principles of America that are destroying the country. These are the idiots. And that helps the idiots. Just like the necklace or the, the, the fat neck thick woman who pretends that you can't think of Darren Bailey as an option because he said that the, the Holocaust and abortions are on equal planes. So you can't, you, uh, that's outrageous. Rather than having context, people think. They're both unbelievable tragedies, and they're both wrong. They can't afford people to think. If you could think, would there be anybody not in on the scam of, of the Marxist mafia that would vote Democrat? The answer is no. No. They cannot afford to have people think, Frank. And you know what? Who else shares that belief? A lot of organized religions. I mean, if people thought, well, if but you're sitting in this opulence, yet they always need money. And somehow nobody gets to, somebody, you don't even get to question the ills 
of what that organization has done in the past and what it stands for. The fact that the head of it is, a, is an open Marxist preaching communism from the Vatican and with his red slippers on, raising trillions of dollars, yet he's a communist, huh? Then give your money away. Let Open the doors of the Vaticans. Give it all away. Then let's see what happens. Why aren't they out there? Why aren't they out there preaching against the border? All they got to do, the Catholic Church, all of its power, is go out there and and uh, move against abortion and have a lot of, uh, you know. They need they need to be in bed. They need to be in bed with the corrupt cartel-run governments of the Northern Triangle of South America and the rest of it. They need to have the blessings. In fact, there's even I have a report that I played last week. They're hiring coyotes. To smuggle people across. The, 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 the Catholic Charities is hiring. I'm going to get the clip, Frank. You've inspired me. Thank you very much for the call. Honey, buddy, see if we can find that Catholic Charities clip. Might as well make everyone mad. Nah, see? See? Uh, Church of Latter-day Saints with your burlap underpants. You, I'm going to give you a company. I'm going to expose it all. Because to me, it's all equally as offensive. It's as offensive as this. The U.S. announcing another massive military aid package for Ukraine, valued at $775 million. But wait a minute. Just a week ago. Today, the Pentagon announced the largest single military package yet for Ukraine. The U.S. is pledging another billion dollars in rockets, ammunition. But it's on top of the... Oh, God. It's on top of the 60. 60 billion. First it was 34, then we bumped it up, then we threw in 17, then a billion here, a billion there, a billion everywhere. Scumbags, what's really going on? Ukrainian army continues shelling civilian areas of Donetsk. Another shell landed right here in this uh, well, residential area as a result, unfortunately. Oh, so Ukraine's bombing the residential area, saying that they're, oh, really? That's and then what happened over the weekend? Now to the war in Ukraine. A murder investigation is now underway in Russia. This after a car bomb near Moscow killed the daughter of a prominent ally of President Vladimir Putin. Darya Dugina died Saturday night after the vehicle she was driving exploded. A Russian official has implied that Ukraine may be responsible, but Ukraine is strongly denying that claim. First of all, Ukraine was so inept that the Americans had to send a bunch of military guys there to teach them how to open a bazooka. Now you want me to believe that they're bombing cars outside of Moscow? Hmm. What could bomb a car outside of Moscow? Well, it would have to be a drone. You know how they are at drone strikes. Although, could it be the Americans, after all, under the tutelage of Barack Obama, 90% of the drone strikes killed innocent people. That's when the Democrats also shut their mouths and pretended to be pro-military, pro-war, pro-military industrial complex. They shut their mouths when the Democrats commit the atrocities. You only hear of Code Pink and the rest of it. When there's a Republican in office. In the meantime, they're going to pretend that this is the Ukrainians. You think this was the Ukrainians? I've got a clip here from John Brennan. I'm going to take a chance. I don't really remember what it's about. Let's see. Another example is the array of technologies, often referred to collectively as geoengineering, that potentially could help. Where'd you put that clip, honey bunny? Uh, Put it right over uh, Ukraine B1, because I want the people to hear it. Thank you very much. In the meantime, did you... Under Crimea. Well, everybody sing to yourself. This is when I want you to do a Spanish uh, thing. There we go. That's just the surface. There's so much more. What about stuff like the Catholic charities down there helping people assimilate into the United States? And we're not leaving them in Mexico or I'm mean, leaving them in Texas or Arizona. These people are being escorted, assisted, 
uh, in the most generous way to be peopling all sorts of different states around the country. Yeah, I'll say this carefully, but I think it's the truth. I think these organizations... I want to make sure you pass, get through confirmation in, 19, in 2000. <laughs> uh, don't, don't take yourself out of the running. <laughs> I, I am myself Roman Catholic, and I will tell you that Catholic charities and all these groups that wrap themselves in religion are basically co-conspirators in human trafficking operations. That's they, take. they are basically helping the cartels make their money, and they're making a little money on the side for them. Uh, I know that people would like to say uh, that it's almost as corrupt as our foreign policy. Almost as much double speak as open corruption as our foreign policy. And uh, it reminds us of why you have to always have somebody watch the people who you trust, who you believe are righteous. If the Catholic Church can pay coyotes, you don't think that the president who's been bribed by the Ukrainians for a decade is is steering both dollars and weapons to a corrupt oligarch system? I do. You know who else did? The Democrats. The Democrats used to believe this. Of course, they believed it when Donald Trump was in office. It's true. When Donald Trump was in office, they had a real problem. And that problem was the bank in Cyprus which they rightfully described as a money laundering organization for the Ukrainian oligarchs. See, back then, it was Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. You remember the Russia hoax. Russia, Russia, Russia. And back then, they were very upset. And so was I, that Donald Trump would instill a corrupt old fossil of a crook named Wilbur Ross. Oh, Wilbur. Wilbur Ross is truly a scumbag. Still alive. Somehow they keep living. And Wilbur Ross went to Cyprus, a, a island that is the Switzerland of corrupt former Soviet countries, where all the money laundering schemes go. This was after the collapse, and Wilbur Ross did a lot of shenanigans, guaranteeing that the American people would underwrite the corrupt Russian mafia. But aside from that, this is where Ihor Kolomoisky and Zelensky have been hiding their money for decades. And the Democrats wanted to ask Wilbur Ross about that. You served as the vice chairman of the Bank of Cyprus. A lot of Russians did a lot of business with that bank, as you know, earlier this month. Think about this. An American citizen, an American Wall Street overlord, somebody as important as Wilbur Ross, in and out of the government. Trump's not the first one to bring him in the government. You're the vice president of a bank in a country that's noted to be a harbinger for oligarchs all around the world. How did that happen? Uh, six senators sent you a letter posing a series of questions. They say they haven't received answers from you. I want to ask you a couple of them. Um, one of them says, quote, during your time at the Bank of Cyprus, was the bank involved with any individuals or entities placed under U.S. financial sanctions? Was it? Um, that's a question that's very complicated to answer because the bank had billions of dollars of loans that were made long before it got into trouble long before I got involved with it. So researching all the names that it might have had as borrowers or depositors historically is not something productive. I can tell you. <laughs> you gotta like, do you love that? You know what he's saying? We're going to bail out all the crooks. And to ask specifics about the crooks from Russia and not the crooks in Ukraine and not the crooks in Armenia and not the crooks pick a former corrupt Eastern European country. Pick them. 
doesn't matter. The American people will bail them out. And these are the kind of things that people from all parties should start to agree on. That the we cannot afford to turn a blind eye when we like the politician in charge and and be critical when we don't. If only we could get that. Maybe we could get rid of the problems that we're in. Maybe we could go back to the principles we stand for. No loan that I approved knowingly was to a person unsanctioned. But there might have been individuals who were part of the bank from before you were involved or while you were involved, but loans that you didn't sign off on, who might have been infected by U.S. financial sanctions. Am I hearing that correctly? But see, this was only a problem to the media when Trump was president. Now that Zelensky, Ihor Kolomoisky, have billions upon billions, they're not even focusing on what the money we send to Ukraine, what happens to the money. They know that only 30% of the weapons ever go to the front. Where's the 70% go? I guess we got to get Wilbur Ross back in to get the attention of media because now they're not asking about that. Now they're not asking about anything. Now they're just promoting promoting the swindle of the Marxist mafia and Democrats. This article also goes on, quoting here to say, there is no indication that Biden's other efforts, like publicly shaming oil and gas companies over their record profits, calling an emergency meeting with CEOs and threatening to pull unused drilling permits, have had any effect on price or production. If only somebody would focus on where our money is going in Ukraine. I wonder, who could you call in? Oh, you could call in the CEOs of Cyprus Bank. That's where the money's going. And then we could answer questions about the girl who they blew up in Moscow. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. What's fascinating to me is in the year 2022, we are living in an America that censors information. This is something that you read about in this country, you didn't think was possible. This thing in Ukraine and Russia. Why are we being censored from information? These news clips I bring you, these are from censored media. This is not media in this country. One person had been killed. This woman right here was right next to her house doing some gardening. Unfortunately, Ukrainian shell ended her life this Wednesday. Such attacks, incessant shelling, have become more frequent in the last two or three weeks. Now, these are Ukrainian people who are claiming, they're claiming, Russia's claiming, Ukraine is bombing them. There's also another clip. Where's the one about the mines? It will include more ammunition for the HIMARS rocket systems, 16 new howitzers. And for the first time, the Pentagon is sending 15 Scan Eagle reconnaissance drones to better identify key Russian targets. This latest round of military aid comes as the standoff in Zaporizhia continues. Heavy shelling near Ukraine's largest nuclear plant has many fearing a potential catastrophe. ABC News was there as hundreds of Ukrainians fled. We've been told there would be a huge convoy of cars coming in from the Russian-occupied areas, and here they are taking every... Yet we're being censored 
from the information of how did it all start? Why did the Americans ignore the civil war in Ukraine for eight years? Why now are we being having information about the position that Russia has redacted from our news media and the money and the money and the banking scandals? And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just obvious to me that we're being lied to. And it reminds me of how we were lied to in Vietnam. It reminds me how we were lied to in Iraq, how information is being redacted from Somalia, from Syria, from Yemen. And I'm wondering, is this just, this is just it in the year? So we're never going to get to that point of information or progress or the World Wide Web when our media is going to cover a non-government-sponsored opinion. And that tells you how lost we are in principles and how little we know about the Ukrainian government, steeped in scandal. In Ukraine and Russia, Tornado is a name that is soaked with infamy. A Ukrainian battalion so murderous, sadistic and perverted that even the Ukrainian government wanted them gone. Yet- then there's Tulsi Gabbard letting us know how many, how many Ukrainian biolabs were there and all the accusations. But are we not able to have that information or are we just going to believe the most provable liars in our society, the American government. Provable liars. Time in and time out. Donetsk Trauma Center is now full of civilians who have been injured by Ukrainian shelling over the last uh, few days. Uh, they're here with, with uh, various injuries. Some of them had their limbs torn off. Uh, some were... Yeah, we're probably giving money to good guys. I mean, sure, we had policies. We couldn't give money to them before, but they're probably good guys now. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good, Rich. How are you? Listen, I've been listening to the show like I do every day. And the conclusion I came to is we have uh, too many uh, selfish, old, stumble-bump politicians that are running the country. Okay? They don't care about anything but themselves. They love the power. They like filling their pockets with money for them and their families. And they, and they don't care about the hardworking people of the country. And until that changes, uh, we're really going to be in trouble in this country. Rich, convention. Thanks, John, have a good night. Con- thank you, brother. Convention of the states. One of their platforms is term limits. This is something that we all agreed on right up until we, the Republicans, started to get propagandized ourselves. I was here. It all happened right around the time Trump got elected, and at that point, we were all told, "No, no, 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 no." Term limits isn't the answer. After all, there's some good people doing good things. And I kept saying, where? Where? It was a Republican that held up Obamacare. John McCain. Because he didn't like Donald Trump. Thumbs up! It's Republicans like this scum, Mitch McConnell. Scum! Who have done nothing but been an usher. An usher to the failure of American policies of where we lead to today. And everybody goes, oh, no, no, America, so what? Do you think, uh, what's her name, Affirmative Action Jackson is any better, any worse? Oh, they held up for a Republican. Who? The one that rubber-stamped Obamacare or the one that rubber-stamped all kinds of government bribery in Citizens United? Oh, I know. Is that supposed to be a policy I I stand by because I'm a Republican? I'm not a Democrat? Oh, that's good. Money, bribery, and government, that's freedom of speech. Am I supposed to believe that? Because I don't. I don't buy that for one damn second. Did I step out of line? Well, I got news for you. 
what I'm trying to say about the corruption, opening corruption in Ukraine. The Republicans are on Joe Biden's side. They don't disagree with this. They don't think it's enough money. At a certain point, we're going to have to uncouple from the corruption and the servitude we've become accustomed to. At a certain point, we're going to have to put the old lady face Mitch McConnell's and the rest of the Republican mafia in the same box as the Democrat one. Otherwise, get used to paying 50, 60, 70 percent of your honest earned income to fund the mafia. Or I guess you could always get in on it. I mean, right now there's a couple guys in Chicago sitting down waiting for a pension check to roll in. Of course, you can't go for a walk in those neighborhoods. We'll discuss that and more when I get back. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. You know what's what's not civil, squirrel? I hate this idea that you're supposed to be civil as you watch open and notorious Democrat scum take away your freedoms, your liberty, and forever change the trajectory of your future by coexisting with the open corruption of the Democrat mafia. Let's be civil about it. I always like how policies of tyranny, policies of servitude, are sold by the intellectual elites, very civilized. They're all so civilized, yet they cannot admit everything they touch is failure. Everything, everywhere that they touch is failure. Let's be civilized in our dialogue. Why don't you take your policies of corruption, your policies of fascism, your policies of Marxism and communism and socialism and any way you want to dress up that pig and shove it up Liz Cheney's. Look in my eyes. I have not slept. 67-year-old Miriam Sintron and her neighbors live in a state of fear. They claim large gangs of young teens have been terrorizing their apartment building in the Bronx all summer. The funniest part about it is like when you watch the news. I was just watching WGN, which, by the way, does that news suck? Uh, can you identify a murder suspect? And they have a thing from the CTA where they obviously just stabbed or murdered or whatever the hell they did to somebody. And their faces are, they're 14 years old. They're 14, 15, 16. These are the same scumbags that you're billing society 28000 a year to pretend you're educating as you money launder teacher unions. These are the same ones. Everywhere there's a Democrat city. And it's getting worse. They came at us. They beat us. They broke that, that stick from that tree there to beat us with the wood. You know what would help is if you took down a Columbus statue. Oh, I think that'll fix everything. That Christopher Columbus, really a bad son of a gun. What'll fix things is you take down Christopher Columbus and other statues, and then these savage rat bastards will stop beating old women and children, or old women and men, not to mention children they intimidate to join their street gangs. Of fentanyl distribution. We don't have nobody. Miriam says they broke. This just then, Squirrel. This is not a Caucasian. No, no, no. This is a minority woman being beaten by other minorities. Christopher Columbus didn't do it. The pole from the tree well and turned it into a weapon Saturday night as she fell victim to their violence. They were kicking me in my. This is Chuck Schumer's district. Oh, yeah. It's Chuck Schumer, Cobblepot. Uh, what's his name? The little fat guy in Congress destroying things? Side. They were kicking me on this side. It was punching me in my back. 
trying to get my face, but I covered. 63-year-old Nydia Carrero says a group of young girls the same night slammed her to the sidewalk, dragged her and pummeled her after she refused them entry into her building. They wanted to hang out in the hallway and smoke pot and, and mess up the building. They go in there with bikes in there half the time. This is 1294 and 1295 East 169th Street Nadler? in the Morris Jerry? section of the Bronx. Most of the tenants here are elderly. They tell me they are being swarmed, beaten, and robbed by ruthless teens who have turned their apartment building into an oasis of law. You know what will help, Squirrel? After school programs, they just need some money. Got to keep them busy. Then they'll stop beating the seniors. It'll be fine. You know what? Let's legalize pot. Oh, yeah. Maybe psychedelics. You get these kids on mushrooms. It'll be utopia. We're going to get there. Just going to be a little bumpy. Little bit bumpy. Trucker Dave. Sean, how you doing? Uh, great show as always. Just uh, two things. As I drive uh, from Ohio out to Arizona this weekend, I listen to Laptop from Hell. Yeah, fantastic. And it outlines uh, very accurately the connections between the entire Biden family and regime with Ukrainian oligarchs and the Russian oligarchs, and I was just absolutely, like, uh, after a couple hundred miles, I couldn't pick my jaw up off the floor anymore. It was so amazing. Dave, did you ever and, hear uh, Did you ever hear of uh, Culture of Corruption? I uh, have not. What is it? It's eight years the predecessor to what you just read that outlines the corruption in the Biden crime family, Inc. It also talks about the time, the specific time, his brother was involved in killing a bicyclist in California, how he lied about who was driving, how uh, Joe Biden used his clout and the connection between Nancy Pelosi and uh, Willie Brown to have charges suspended till he could leave the state. He then was found guilty yeah. in a civil court. And... Um, he has a judgment that he's never paid since the 90s, and they just elected the brother that got him off as president of the United States of America, the Democrat scum. By the way, the bicyclist was a Democrat in California. His kids never got the money that he murdered. And this is just one of the most obvious things, not to mention the, the home-building contract in Iraq, $1.5 billion given to the other well, brother. Sure. No, sure. does anybody know? Was and there, I mean, was the niece and like many other members of the family all have criminal records that have gotten off. You know who voted for him? Richard Irvin and other and other Republicans who told you that this is more civilized. Now, now the country's civilized now. So this it's, is why uh, it's unbelievable, Sean. This is why I'd rather yeah. lose and face my opponent than win and deal with the traitor. Thank you very much, Trucker Dave. You know, yeah, thank you. Thank you, brother. Sharon DuPage. Hello, Sharon. Hey. Hi, Sean. How are you? Wonderful. I, I love listening to you. I, uh, you're a good man. Thank you. I wish I could listen to you every day. Unfortunately, my schedule doesn't always permit. Oh, no. We got around um, the, we're on the podcast now. We're at iTunes. Oh. We're, on, we're on Audible and Amazon. We're right here, right here at 560theanswer.com. I'm everywhere, babe. I, you know, you're, you're right. And the problem is I have to get my grandkids to come over and show me how to use some of that stuff. Cause That's I have all right. no idea. You'll get them to teach you. But, yeah. Maybe we'll get them yeah, listening. We'll yeah. change the world. Go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm going to apologize. You may have already addressed this since I don't always get a chance to listen. Um, but question is about Vivek uh, Rish, Rishamik, I think is how he pronounces his name, and the ESG. And my husband and I, we're retired, we're on pensions, and we get a check every month from Northern Trust for our, our annuity, and it bugs me, burns me, that um, 
you know, funds like Vanguard and... Yeah, that they bend knee to this open corruption? Yeah, yeah. And and so from what I understand, and I have a little money, and if it's it's for real, I want to put it to good use to battle some of that, that Vivek has been talking about this... um, uh, fund that he co-founded, and it, it's just in the last week or so I've been hearing about it, and it's called Strive, mm-hmm. and I think the code is Drill, D-R-L-L, and he says I they're re- going to be putting money uh, that's going against the ESG. I read um, about it in Epic, t- on, uh, it was in Epic Times. Uh, I read uh-huh. a small article, but I'm going to tell you right now, be very clear, very cautious, and be very suspicious of everybody. I'm not an investment advisor anymore, but I'm going to tell no, you. I understand. I'm going to tell you I right understand. now, this market is full of Durbin. It's full of bull dung. This market is held get, together by government funding. I'm, I, I mean, I can only tell you what I do. I'm in cash. I'm waiting for the collapse because if it's one thing, the Democrats, the only thing they make better is foreclosures. So uh, wait for this yes, thing to, to roll I, snake eyes totally, before no one could totally de- agree. Yeah. That's why I'm, I've hesitated because I I don't know I don't trust anybody. No, don't. You, know? well, you want to know what you should do? So, and I'm, I I I have to, I can't believe I'm saying this to you. If you look historically at um, the guy who looks like he should be feeding pigeons in a park with no clothes on under his overcoat, Warren Buffet. Mm-hmm. If you look at Warren, oh Buffet, I love him. I don't love well, he, him, I, but I, I like some of what well, he does. Buy what he buys. That's my answer to no, you. Well, I, I've got, I'm in Berkshire Hathaway because that's oh, him. Come on, and, Sharon. And that's all you need. So, Sell everything yeah. else. If you've got Berkshire, okay. you're well, sitting plenty. Can I ask one more quick question? Hurry up. How did, how did Squirrel get his name? It he, sounds like you know him. You first know? of all, he's a young kid who I have the utmost respect for. But he's, when I shook his hand, it was like shaking the hand of a squirrel. Hence, squirrel hands. Simple. But I love wow. squirrels, and Thank I love you. my squirrel hands. Thank you. Come on, man. 312-642. He's the best kid in the world. 5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, um, I'm thinking about my call with Sharon. To pretend that Ford and GM and Chrysler are car companies that deliver value, products the American people want, are companies that could exist if it wasn't for government welfare and charity is a joke. So they're going to hire, they're going to cut another 3000. They just cut 8000. They just cut had what 2.2 million recalls. You can't figure out how to keep it in park, you morons. They these companies should have went bankrupt decades ago and this country would be better off. Instead they get to pretend to be uh to be delivering something the American people want rather than what they really are, a pass through of corruption. Here's the good news. You get EV tax credits on the new Ford F-150. And what did they do right after they announced the signing of the bill? They raised the price 8500 So you get 7500 in tax credits. They raised it 8500 You buy one of these trucks, you're going to get what you deserve. A headache, a lemon, problems. In fact, Fox asked people whether they plan to take advantage of the tax credit. And here's what they told us, and we'll get your response on the other side. Watch. I personally wouldn't buy an electric car with that much money. We're not going to even think about it because uh, we don't have the income available to uh, buy a new car, even with the incentive. What really is $7,500 against the cost of an electronic car? 
And really, you could make the same argument we were talking about tax breaks for adding solar panels. It's all a... I, you, you know what? I think they're beautiful, the Tesla. You know why it's beautiful, Squirrel? It was designed by Maserati. It's a Maserati that runs on a cell phone. It's a junk. Look at the mayhem, the deaths, the hours. That, you couldn't give me one. Ford F-150. Ooh, it's, elec- it's an electric vehicle. It sucks. I can't even decide to go to Florida if I want to go to Florida. Not to mention everything they have is an inside scam for themselves. And really, you could make the same argument we were talking about tax breaks for adding solar panels, energy-efficient windows, appliances, heat pumps. You know, what do you say to the families who simply can't afford this stuff in the first place? Well, number one, for your home, yes, there are significant incentives in this bill, which is great to... Hey, stupid. You've never had this amount of homeless people. You Democrat moron. You've never had more people on welfare, you inside trainee Jennifer Granholm tramp. You've never had this kind of chaos. Classes are separating. Now you're giving a break to rich? What do you think? This is a student loan scam, Granholm? You inside trading dimwit? Reduce people's energy costs on a monthly basis. So if you are... Lo- Here. Here's, here's a Democrat moron. Aside from the mayhem, the homelessness, the bankruptcy. If you spend... on phony solar panels. Of course, you finance it over 30 years so you could pretend like some nitwit buying a car on Western Avenue that you're getting a deal. It's going to save you $80 a month. Now, sure, it'll take you as more months until you're like Joe Biden meandering around, forgetting to blink, walking like a drunk baby on grass with doodle in your pants, but it's a good deal. Just listen to Jennifer Granholm, who owns stock in the solar company, you stupid idiots. Mark, Western Suburbs. Yeah, hey, Sean. I had called about something else, but just on the Grand Home thing, I yeah. called last week. You know, what she doesn't say is that that's going to hurt the person that it can least afford it because it's a regressive tax. Yep. Where are those tax breaks coming from? It's from the guy that's working, you know, for minimum wage. He's going to supplement somebody making 400000 you know- that. Uh, that bottom-up, middle-out that Biden was talking about, that was welfare. Bottom-up, yeah. middle-out, welfare to the rich, inside-trading scumbags like the ones who make up his cabinet. Here's the good news, Mark. I got $100, says his, her husband is out with a Kamala Harris wannabe. I'll bet you $100. He loves the fact she has a job. You go out, honey. You do another interview. I'm going to take one of these dimwits to lunch. We all know how it worked out for Willie Brown. Hopefully she doesn't become president. Yeah, I get another segment, right, Squirrel? No more? Come on, Squirrel. Have you no clout? Call a daily, an Irish short in a pants guy. I'll be back in 21. Just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.